Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a late-night episode of the News and Focus Commentary. It is Wednesday, April the 24th, 2019, and I am recording this at 10.24 p.m. Central Time. Now, the News and Focus Commentary is all about me taking some time to focus in on something that is happening in our world. And typically, I try to offer a unique perspective on what is happening. I, I, try to, I try to see what's happening and go, okay, this is how this group is looking at this situation. This is how this group is looking at this situation. And then I try to come in and offer something different. I, I try to challenge people to look at what's happening in a different way. And, and, and that sometimes puts me at odds with everyone because I don't try to necessarily go, okay, here's the people who are probably listening. Let me give them what they want. Let me give them something that agrees with how they already think. I hate doing that. I like to blow up how people think. I like to, I, I like in a sense to slap people in the face and go, no, think of this differently. Now that doesn't always make me very popular and it's, uh, well, it's given me a lot of enemies over the years. Yes, a lot of people strongly dislike me. But tonight, the news story I have in front of me, I'm going to do my best to try to look at it from a different perspective, but I don't even really know what that perspective is. So here's the goal. The goal with this episode is simply to inform you, not really, not really to offer much of a commentary. This is more about information than commentary, but trust me, um, I think you'll have your own opinions, and, and maybe as I'm reading this, I, I'll, I'll, something will come to me to maybe challenge us how we look at this. I, to be honest, I don't even really know what is going on in our world anymore, um, but here we go, all right? This is hard to believe. This comes, from, this comes to us from sacramento.cbslocal.com. Uh, so the CBS local affiliate in Sacramento, California. Wow, that right there just tells me everything. All right. Sacramento, California, CBS 13. So a CBS local affiliate out of Sacramento, California, gives us the following headline. California may ban schools from suspending students for willful defiance. So it sounds like the state of California may ban schools from suspending students for willful defiance. This is when a student just willfully defies a teacher or a, superten a superintendent or prim principal or anyone in authority within the school. They just willfully defy them. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to do what you tell me. And well, according to California, if this ultimately passes... Schools will not be able to suspend a student for willful defiance. Now, now, if we have to take a step back here. Now, I'm going to read this, but we have to take a step back here, okay? I have to try to at least challenge us. We have to try to figure out what is the philosophy behind what appears to me to be absolutely a foolish idea. 
It's easy to attack the idea and go, this is crazy, this is dumb, but sometimes we want to figure out what's the underlying philosophy because that's what we need to attack. That's what we need to go after. But, but I'm willing to at least consider what they have to say. So let's look at this article. Again, headline, California may ban schools from suspending students for willful defiance. The California State Senate voted to ban schools and principals from suspending students for willful defiance of teachers, staff, and administrators. The Senate approved SB 419 Monday by a vote of 30 to 8. It moves to the assembly next. Now, what, right there, I want you to just hear. This approved 30 to 8. Now, why is that significant? Why is that significant? That shows that this had a majority approval. This wasn't just barely got by. Most of the, uh, you know, officials here agreed to this. The Senate approved this, SB 419, by a vote of 30 to 8. Now, this occurred on Monday. I did not see the article till literally just a few minutes ago. All right. Now, now maybe it's being reported everywhere. Maybe it is. Um, I would think it would get more attention. But this, but again, we want to know what what is the philosophy driving this? What is the philosophy driving this? There, there's got to be a philosophy here that I'm not understanding. Let's see if the philosophy is articulated anywhere in this article. Let's continue. A similar bill was vetoed by Governor Jerry Brown last legislative session. Under the new version, Senate Bill 419, students in grades 4 through 8 wouldn't be suspended for disrupting school activities or willfully defying school authorities, including teacher and staff. The bill would also ban schools from suspending students in grades 9 through 12 for the same thing until January the 1st, 2025. The law would apply to both public and charter schools. All right, now I have to say this, and I got, and I got to be very careful because I want to offer a unique perspective. But let me just say this right out: If you live in California and this bill passes, and if the under and if the bill is what is being described here, that, hey, students can willfully defy and they cannot be suspended. They could just willfully defy. I mean, in fact, let's go so far to say um, they wouldn't be suspended for disrupting school activities or willfully defying school authorities. Okay, like, like that, like if this passed, and that is literally true, that's actually true, that this is not hyperbole, hype, or misinformation, if this is true and you live in California, either one, you need to pack up your family immediately and get out of the state, or two, you need to withdraw your children from the public or charter school system in California immediately. You need to just get them out of the system. Now, that doesn't mean you win just by getting them out of the system. Oh no, that's when the hard work begins and then you as a parent must then take the responsibility, you must take upon yourself the responsibility of homeschooling your kids in a meaningful, careful, thorough way. It cannot be just thrown together, haphazard garbage. You've got to really educate your children and do a good job in homeschooling them. Just because you're homeschooling them doesn't mean somehow you're better and you won. 
It just means you got them out of the public school system. In this particular case, this is literally a recipe for chaos. I, I can't believe that this would happen, but again, we still wanna figure out the underlying philosophy. Let me um, go back and read some more. Existing laws already prohibit schools from suspending children in grades K through three for disrupting or willful defiance. Exist existing laws also prevent schools from recommending the expulsion of students in all grades for disrupting or willful defiance. I mean, basically, you're, you're, you're basically creating a situation where, hey, Hey, you go to school here, you can do whatever you want, and we cannot suspend you. Look, there are times a kid needs to be suspended. There, I mean, teachers should have a, a, a number of, of disciplinary tools um, at their disposal to maintain order, to maintain discipline, and to maintain an environment where hopefully some learning can actually occur. You have to do that. Um, students could still be suspended or expelled for other acts, including threatening violence, bringing a weapon or, or drugs to school or damaging school property. So I guess there would be some uh, things you could get suspended for. Teachers could also still be allowed to suspend uh, pupils from classes for the day and, follow, and the following day who disrupt school activities or otherwise willfully uh, defi uh, defied valid authority of, uh, of supervisors, teachers, administrators, school officials or, officials, or other school personnel engaged in the performance of their duties. As part of the new bill, uh, superintendents or principals would be asked to provide alternatives to suspension to, uh, or expulsion that are age-appropriate and designed to address and correct the pupil pupil's specific misbehavior. Well, I know one way to correct uh, their misbehavior. Kick them out and say, hey, you're not going to get an education and you're going to fail and you're going to have to repeat a grade if you continue to act in such a incorrect manner. But hey. Research has shown, now here may become the philosophy. Research has shown the category of willful defiance was disproportionately used to discipline minority students, specifically African Americans, period. Now there's the period in the sentence. Now let me stop right there. This is a slippery slope and there's all kinds of issues with this. All right, this makes it sound that Listen, research has shown the category of willful defiance was dis disappoint disproportionately used to discipline minority students, specifically African Americans. That makes it sound like here's a school and they disproportionately say, hey, that African American student was willfully defying, defying we're going to suspend him. The issue isn't whether 100 African-American uh, students were suspended for willful disobedience and 20 white students. The issue should be, was the child actually willfully disobeying? If the child was, I don't care how disproportionate it is. I don't care if the number is 29,000 white students and one African-American student, if it can be clearly shown that those 29,000 white students were willfully disobeying. If they were, then they should be suspended. We can't be so concerned about, oh wait, it looks disproportionate. 
sometimes one group may be di willfully disobeying more than another group at a specific time. It doesn't say anything about that race. It just means that this specific time and this specific school year, these students that happen to belong to this race are the ones who are willfully disobeying. It has nothing to do with the race at all. It's just if that if you want to break it down by race, then you could say, well, these kids of this race are disobeying this year. It doesn't say anything. They're not disobeying because of their race. They're disobeying for a number of other other reasons. From a Christian perspective, we could probably get into a discussion of human depravity, but it's not. So I, I just, I don't like the fact that, well, you know, the numbers seem to be, dis, you know, they're, they're, they are dis, dis, uh, disproportional. Well, okay. The issue is, are, is willful disobedience going on? And if willful disobedience is going on by the students, I don't care how disproportionate it looks. Uh, there, 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 hmm, this is such, this is a slippery slope here. Assembly Bill 420 was signed into law by Governor Brown in 2014, eliminating expulsion option for schools. It took effect in January, January 1st, 2015. Now, it would be interesting to go to once they removed expulsion as an option, what happened to the discipline and the environment and the learning climate of the public school system in California starting in January 1, 2015? I don't have any statistics here to argue. All right. And the 20 uh, and the 2015 through 2016 school year, nine, 96,421 students suspended for willful defiance, a decrease of nearly 30,000 from 2014 to 15. All right. So there was a drop. Why was there a drop? Willful defiance suspensions account for 24 percent of total suspensions statewide that school year. Willful defiance suspensions made up 20% of all suspensions in 2016 through 17 school year and 14% in 2017 through 18. Seems like the numbers continuing to drop for being suspended for willful defiance. So then why get rid of it? Why, why get rid of it if the numbers are dropping? Keep it as an option. Keep it as a tool. African-American students made up 5.6% of enrollment in California schools in 2017-18, but accounted for 15.6% of willful defiant suspensions. Conversely, white students made up 23%, 23.2% of statewide enrollment, but made up only 20.2% of willful defiant suspensions. Again, they're trying to make it sound like it's a racial issue. It's a racial issue. Now, if you can demonstrate, hey, here's an African-American student. He was he was suspended for willful disobedience, or for willful disobedience, willfully dis disrupting, willful defiance. I think that's the term. Yeah, and you can prove to me that he did not, he or she did not engage in willful defiance. If you can prove that, then that means they were falsely accused, and then that the school used that disciplinary tool in an unjust way. Then okay, I'm all for it. But just because the numbers are not equal you you can't have it that way you can't say oh wait um man we've suspended three african-american students this uh month for willful defiance all right we can't suspend anymore um the only other the only people we can suspend now are are you know asian and white and hispanic now once they get once we equal all the numbers then we no no you you don't sit there and keep tally of the race you're 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 suspending what you do is you focus on the behavior, not the race. Now, am I, could there be a racist teacher who only suspends 
African-American students and doesn't suspend white students? Well, there always is the potential that that's the case. There's the potential that an African-American teacher could only suspend white students and not African-American. I mean, there's always the possibility of personal bias and racism. There always is. But you cannot throw out a tool that could possibly help control the school and make it a place where learning could possibly occur and take a tool away simply because you're like, well, the numbers are not equal. And if the numbers are not equal, what's, what's the, what, they didn't give us the breakdown between male students and female students. I, I, it would be interesting to know if more male students are suspended for willful defiance than female students. Well, is, it, uh, is the tool being uh, used in a disproportionate way to punish men or to punish males over females? Like, I mean, we, I, get you, I bet you you could find all kinds of ways the numbers are disproportionate. I bet, you, I bet you it's disproportionate a lot of different ways. It's not the issue of, of disproport being handled in a disproportionate way. It's an issue of the school having tools to tell students, this behavior is unacceptable. If you, can, if you carry on that behavior, you will be suspended. You will be expelled. You will be removed. Now, I'm not saying they should do that for every little thing. You have to have tools. You have to have different ways. It can be detention. It could be this. It could be extra homework. It could, you, could, you should have 50 tools and then hopefully a teacher Obviously, the quality of the teacher, the wisdom of the teacher, and hopefully the wisdom of the a school administration will use those tools in a correct way. Will they always be handled correctly? I guarantee you they won't. will not. But you can't take away all the tools and say, kids, it's, you know, in its Lord of the Flies, and, you know, it's just, just, you know, just, just, it's, everything goes, do whatever you want. Nobody can stop you. There's no authority. That, that cannot be the way it works, and, and, and it's almost, the philosophy almost goes like something like this. The appearance, the appearance of, ooh, a disproportionate punishment being handled, handed to one race versus another, the appearance of that, whether there's any true credibility of any kind of wrongdoing or racism being at work, even the appearance of that is of more importance than maintaining order and discipline within a public school so that kids of all races would have a place to come so that they can feel safe and a place that is, you know, um, conducive for learning. That should be the main goal. Not, oh, this looks wrong. No, let's create an environment for all races, for all sexes, for everyone to be able to come and learn and get that education so that they could possibly have a greater chance of succeeding in the future. This seems to be a more about appearance than substance. It seems to be more about not wanting to be appear, uh, uh, the appearance of being racist versus the appearance of caring about all races and getting them an education and allowing kids to, to basically understand that they cannot be suspended or expelled for willful defiance basically just begs for willful defiance. This is something we'll have to watch. We'll have to continue to look at it. Um, I will, um, for those who hear this posted somewhere else, this audio is really de designed for the VBC66 app. For the VBC66 app, you can get the app by going to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store, doing a search for VBC66, 
VBC66, and uh, this this will be posted in the news and focus, focus section. And with this um, audio, I will also post that news article as well. All right. Thank you for listening to this late night episode of the news and focus commentary. Oh, losing my voice. Just trying to keep you informed about what is happening in our world. This was more to be more informative than adding my own commentary. I added a lot, but it was more me thinking out loud, trying to process what in the world is going on in California? What is going on in California? We need to watch it because as they always say, what's in California today will be in your neighborhood next year. Something to pay attention to. And uh, while well, parents are going to have to be uh, come up with some really good decisions and how they're going to handle their child's uh, education, I could talk a lot about that. All right, have a good night. Thank you for listening. God bless.